Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. He had a reaction to some medication that caused him to have over 70 seizures conservatively in 30 days. As his mom, I felt like I felt, and and I don't use this phrase loosely, I felt like I was losing my mind. Um, I was spiraling. My house was out of control. My marriage felt like it was out of control at the time. And, um, you know, I didn't really know what to do. And the only thing that I really could do uh, was to cling to Jesus. Although we were created for a trusted relationship with God, our priorities and schedules can distract us from experiencing an authentic, close relationship with Him. We're joined today by Crystal Ward. She is a mother of three. She's also a speaker and the author of a new book called Grace to Grow. Today on Connections, she is going to share more about the incident that brought her closer to God and how she got there. We're joined today by Crystal Ward. She is an author, a speaker, and she's also the founder of Grace to Grow, which is a nonprofit. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how that all came to be? Gladly. Uh, I love to talk about that. So that's great. Um, So Grace to Grow, we like to say, helps busy people grow in a relationship with God today. And what we really specialize in is helping people to just grow spiritually in every season of life, even those crazy chaotic seasons where you're running from here to there, uh, but in every other season as well. Oh, and that rings true to like every woman every mother, everybody, even men as well. We all have these crazy busy lives, especially after coming out of the pandemic. Uh, You've also written a book, a devotional by that same name, Grace to Grow. And you have a powerful story behind this and what prompted you to write this book. Can you share a little bit more about that? Definitely. So Grace to Grow, the the goal in Grace to Grow is to help in the in the book. It has the same name as my nonprofit organization, but the goal is to walk us from this place of chaos into a thriving relationship with the Lord. And, and when we're living in a place of chaos, and sometimes the chaos is not as much, I think maybe most of the time, the chaos is not as much on the outside as it is on the inside. And so we really look at a lot of those things, especially anxiety, because that's such a big issue for our culture. In fact, the title is Grace to Grow, 40 Devotions to Release Anxiety and Dive into Purpose. And so what we're doing in that book is there's small daily readings to move us from a place of chaos um, externally or internally into a thriving purpose with the Lord, which we say is the number one purpose on earth is actually not all of these things that we're running from here to there, but is actually intimacy with Jesus. And we want to help people to develop that. And that can be really hard to remember to do, to remember to build that relationship in that chaos. You discovered you had your own issues with fear and anxiety from your son's battle with a seizure when he was four months old. I can relate to this because at 11 months old, my son went through the same thing and it had instilled fear, PTSD, whatnot in me. Tell us a little bit more about that incident and what this did in your life and what you did from there. 
Yeah, let's dive into that just a little bit. This is actually a story that I didn't share publicly for a long time. You know, I'm an author, but I'm also a speaker. And as a speaker, we share stories and things. But this one was off limits for a while because it was so just personal and so difficult for me. I struggled with um, the effects. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about the effects in just a second for for years, really. But so um, just for everybody to know, my name is Crystal and I'm married to BJ and we have three pretty amazing and sometimes messy kids, uh, <laughs> Abby, Emma and Evan. And Evan, when he was four months old, so that if you think about four months old, that's a lot like a newborn. Yes. He had a reaction to some medication that caused him to have over 70 seizures conservatively in 30 days. And these seizures often would come when he was waking up out of sleep. And so he was having some days, three, four or more a day that we know of. And as his mom, I felt like I, I felt and, and I don't use this phrase loosely. I felt like I was losing my mind. We, we we say that as kind of a colloquialism or however you say that word. And, but I but I felt like I was going crazy. Um, I was spiraling. My house was out of control. My marriage felt like it was out of control at the time. And, um, you know, I didn't really know what to do. And the only thing that I really could do because everything was beyond my ability to control uh, was to cling to Jesus. And there is a, um, a moment that I talk about in the book and it's uh, first devotion where, uh, instead of, you know, I, I was home one day and I was holding Evan in my lap and I recognized the signs of another seizure. And instead of freaking out, which is what I had been doing, I just, um, and the the moment sounds like I was more powerful than I really was. It was really a moment of brokenness. Instead of freaking out, I decided to worship. And I remember just declaring who God is and that he's a healer and, and all of these things while Evan is having a seizure in my lap. And um, really that trial, I think, in my opinion, that it may be uncovered brokenness more than it caused it. I definitely think it caused some, but I think there was more fear and anxiety already present than what I really realized. And all of it just started to come to the surface. And I think for a lot of us, um, the listeners here today, I think that some of these things that we are dealing with maybe linked to some inner brokenness that we might not realize is present. And I don't believe for a second that my heavenly father caused this issue to reveal brokenness. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's a perfect loving father. But I do believe that this issue brought those things to the surface and that he could address it with me and help me to heal. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I really believe I'm also a speaker and just vulnerability begets vulnerability. But there are those stories that are so close to the chest, sometimes even whispering them. It's like I just might break altogether. So 
Congrats to you on sharing that. I would love to hear, Crystal, why do so many women struggle to find time to slow down and nurture their relationship with the Lord? Yeah, I hear this one all the time. And and I really, you know, a lot of the times it feels like we are pulled in every direction as women. You know, would you guys agree that we go through all we we need? We feel like we need to be everything to everybody. And um, I may uh, talk a lot about brokenness today because it's just it's just something that's resonating uh, in my spirit this morning. But sometimes that need to be everything to everybody is actually trying to fill an empty need on the inside of us that we really need to fill with the Lord. He wants to come and fill all of those places and be the the need meter, so to speak, instead of us trying to do that. Um, ah, this is maybe a harsh word, but it's what I have in my mind. Instead of us trying to do that artificially, so to speak, mm. he wants to come in and be the source of all life as he is. Right. So when he and, and I know I really I'll get to your question in just a second. But when he created Adam, right, Adam was just dirt until God came in close and he put his mouth to Adam's mouth and breathe the breath of life into Adam. And that's really the way we feel fulfilled. Sometimes we throw around this term self-care. Like, like I think self-care is a big thing. I mean, it, it's important, you know. But sometimes we throw around self-care when really the number one self-care that we need is intimacy with Jesus as he comes close and he breathes the breath of life into us. It's almost like being hooked up to a spiritual IV or like, <laughs> like sometimes I wish I had a coffee IV, but, but this <laughs> IV is a little bit different where the Holy Spirit is just flowing through us. And so we teach women at Grace to Grow and also in the book, prioritize relationship with Jesus first, however much you can give him in, in that day, you may not be able to give him an hour. So what you have grace over every single season of your life to be intimate with him. It's never impossible. Like it seems because grace is on that season. But if we prioritize him, then now the life of the Holy Spirit is flowing through us and we can process things wholly and not so chaotic. Beautifully said. I would love to know, what do you tell women who feel they don't deserve grace because of their past? Yeah, I can relate to that. I can, you know, for me, let's see. I think sometimes we have these big issues in our past that we attach to whether we deserve grace or not. But I think a lot of the times for the average woman, sometimes it's just the daily, I feel like I have failed in the small things and like, Lord, you're mad at me. And because I've just failed in, in, in all of these little things, sometimes it's comparison. We get on social media and we see all these holy, super spiritual, perfect Pinterest moms who are conquering the world. And <laughs> we we're like, yeah, no, I I'm doing pretty good to brush my teeth today, <laughs> which I did do this morning. And <laughs> so um, here's the thing. And, and hopefully I can say this, you know, 
gently and lovingly, but our feelings of worth, of grace or love or, or any of those things that's attached to what we do are unscriptural. They're not even biblical because grace is not ever, ever salvation, the love of God. Any of these things are not ever things that we can earn. They're not based on our own merit. They're based on the perfect life of Jesus, which was exchanged for ours. So in those times where we feel the need to push away from the Lord, I think it's important to remember that that feeling of, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Yeah, no, we're not worthy. But that's why Hebrews chapter four says, because of Jesus, we can boldly come to the throne of grace, it actually says, where we will receive mercy when we need it the most. And so I think if we can understand that that feeling is actually not scriptural, so let it go and just receive from the Lord because our daddy is welcoming us with open arms every day, all day. All we have to do is turn to him. All of this now sounds amazing. It sounds really simple, but we've been living in a world where it's like, you need to do this. You need to do that as as a mother. This is what you need to do. Go do that. Blah blah blah. Like you like you said, we're we're so overwhelmed by that. Where do we even start? How do we change that in our minds? Because we are set in a specific way, and now it's time to change that. Where what? How did you start? What do you do? <laughs> yes, you know, I think things are so much more simple than we think they are. I think we complicate things a lot of the times, or yes. we listen to all these screaming voices of our culture and around us. Sometimes the screaming voices are coming from people that are close to us, and they're putting all these pressures on us. I feel like, um, and actually research demonstrates this, that we are our worst critic. Um, where the pressure that we often feel is internal, the need to perform. Maybe um, I will I will answer your question, but I just I really want to address this to anyone listening today. I encourage you to let go of that. You mm-hmm. will fail. I I have to choose. Pardon my expression, Lord. I have to choose what I suck at every day because I am going to fail. At things, and I have to choose what that is. So I just hope that whoever's listening today just releases that and lets Jesus love you. And that being said, how do we do that practically? What we try to teach is to prioritize relationship with God first. And we do that because in Luke chapter 10, we see a very familiar story with two sisters, Mary and Martha. And if you go read it, I mean, I'm telling you, it's almost like it's modern day. Mary is running. I mean, excuse me, Martha is running around doing all of these crazy things, trying to prepare dinner. And and and, and, and then she goes to try to delegate some of the tasks to her sister. Um, Jesus and his disciples had come to visit their house. And so Martha was trying to prepare a big meal for everybody. I wonder how much she was trying to impress Jesus with her works, you know. And so she goes to delegate to her sister. Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus doing what appears to be nothing. But actually she's doing the most important thing she could be doing in that moment. See, we forget 
that right before that event, Jesus walked on water. Literally, you can turn like one chapter back. Uh, Some of it is in Luke chapter nine, but some of it is in other gospels. And Jesus is walking on water and empowering Peter to walk on water. Jesus feeds 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. He ascends to the Mount of Transfiguration and he's turned into a heavenly body and has conversations with Moses and Elijah. This is the God that we serve every day. Do we really need to run around like chickens with our head cut off when that's the God that we serve? He is the He's the author of time. He's not bound by time. He's outside of it. He multiplies it. He redeems it. And so sometimes I think we think we need to do the things that we don't actually need to do. And so we teach people, put Jesus first. When Jesus saw Mary sitting at his feet, Martha comes in to complain. He says, Martha, you're anxious and troubled over all of these details. But Mary has chosen the one thing. And I'm not going to take that away from her. And really, the one thing, if we can really bring everything into clarity and focus, is intimacy with the Lord. Through that, we prioritize that. And then through that come all of these other details. And it brings so much more focus to what we actually need to be doing. And we have something that Mary didn't have we can actually take Jesus with us wherever we go because we have the Holy Spirit. Mm, Such a great reminder. Now we're going to have listeners that are going to go, okay, that's great. I'm in this battle right now. I'm struggling with anxiety. I'm struggling with self-doubt. I don't even know where I'm going, what I'm doing. What would you say to those listeners? You know, sometimes I want to say, Sometimes I want to say, like, let the Lord heal you. It's like the Lord is sitting by wanting to heal us, but we resist for so many reasons. And and, and all of this, um, and, and I, I totally know what this feels like, and I still walk through these feelings uh, from from time to time of, all of my insides being just churning and 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 it's like we build this resistance to God coming in reaching down and touching those hurting places on the inside and i would say today right now relax open yourself up to the lord and let him come in and minister to your heart just by faith like believe that God actually wants to come in. He actually wants to be with you because scripture tells us that he does and that he actually wants and can heal those places no matter how big they feel, no matter how big the causes feel. Like he actually wants to love you and me and let's let him, let's just receive it and let him come in and touch those places. Thanks so much, Crystal, for sharing your heart and your passion for women getting close to Jesus because his grace is that good. It's really inspired me today. So thank you for that. Where can we learn more about you, your ministry, your podcast, and your brand new book, Grace to Grow? 
Thank you for asking that question. So I encourage <laughs> listeners uh, to go to grace2togrow.tv, grace2grow.tv, like television, TV, like television. And um, you can pick up a copy of the book there. It is also available at all major retailers as well. Um, but we also have some freebies on the website that they may be interested in, that they can have those. When you download the freebie, you get on our email list. I do not have time to send massive emails to your inbox. There's no time for that. So you don't have to worry about us blowing up your inbox. But what you do get is the freebie, but also any uh, future resources that we will be uh, releasing, which we have many on the in the upcoming months. Thank you so much for making time for us this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. I enjoyed our conversation today. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We'll talk to you again on Connections.